John Cena. You remember him? podcast that talks about everything from professional wrestling to that new j cole album and have you guys feasted your ears on it Mm, i have not yet i'm planning to listen to it tomorrow 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 i have listened to it twice already thoughts 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 quick quick impression quick impression it's not a a traditional album. The guy's just spitting. Like that's it. Nice. Okay. That's it. That, that that's that's my only like, and that it's too short. Okay. All right. All that right. is too short. But, you know who's always spitting and are never short? Hey. We are. Hey. Grapples to apples on SoundCloud.com slash grapples to apples. That's grapples the number two. Apples. You don't like SoundCloud. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on iHeartRadio. Doesn't matter where you're listening, as long as you're listening. As always, I am one of your hosts, the very sensual, the very, very toy, Mister Sunglasses at Night himself, your boy, the general, your champion. Your God Shades. Joined by my hetero life mate. Ill will the thrill, the poetarian, Shakespearean candidate, major English, Mr. Certified. Whatever you need me to be, that's what I is, baby. That's who I is. Thrillium. <laughs> Even when I'm as tired as I am, it still tickles me. Yes, sir. We're gonna peel the curtain back a bit, okay. real quick, for the All fans. Right. Okay. You and I are pl- are plum tuckered. We are tired. This we just fun. finished coming back from suit fitting for Shades and La Championa's wedding in October. Nuptials, tight nups. But thank God, this has been a very slow week in terms of news and or breaking news in professional wrestling. Yeah. So we have some championship changes, uh, two championship changes to be honest, uh, a passing of a hardcore legend, a hardcore murderer. I mean, I don't know. And um, a potential return from a big time WWE female wrestler slash valet. But before we get into any of that. Thrill, I need you to do me one for you. I know you're tired. What's up, baby? Ring that bell. All right, so the lead story this week is the shocking passing. Today, we found out a few hours ago that New Jack, Jermaine Young, right? That's his name? Yes. New Jack has passed away after suffering a heart attack at the age of 58. Now, we have made many jokes and or allusions to New Jack on this show because of, you know... His reputation. His reputation. And from what we've seen in his career, you know, he's known as a hardcore legend. um, A, because of the matches that he's had in the ring, his infamous matches with um mass trans the whole mass transit incident um him literally trying to kill another wrestler i forget who it was um axel rotten thank you and other incidences that have taken place over the years involving new jack um i'm not gonna sit here and pretend like he is an upstanding member of the community and it's oh my god you know but look the guy for better or worse was a legend everyone knew new jack Everyone knew that you hear the new Jack and either you're laughing, you are terrified out of your face, 
or or some other weird emotion. Uh, but nonetheless, he was a legend to the wrestling industry. And so, rest, you know, New Jack, rest in peace. Um, yeah, if, 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 I, I don't even, uh, yeah, if you got something to say? Um, I mean, I really don't. In terms of, like, him as a wrestler, he was a bit of a bully. Yeah. Uh, the whole uh, Axel Rotten thing, him on the indies with that older guy, that old guy yep, yep. Uh, who was no-selling his thing, but that was like his gimmick, and he didn't know that, and he just proceeded to beat the hell out of this man for like 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, obviously, the mass transit incident, um, and of course, you know, his his very iconic, distinct raisin forehead. Oh my god. That's one way of putting that. Because he bladed so much. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's unfortunate that, you know, he wasn't an old guy by any sense, you know. Mm-hmm. 50, 58. Yep. He's not old. It's not old at all. But um yeah. Rest 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 in peace, New Jack. You've earned a night off. Oh, that was a nice send off. I like that. Good, good on you, Shades. That was nice. Um, now, moving forward, we have a contract extension. According to reports, Jordan Grace has signed a multi-year extension with Impact Wrestling. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have the, the information in front of me, but I do recall when this was announced earlier last week or late in last week, or somewhere around, I think the day that we went live with our episode. Um, but she released some sort of statement or, or it was an interview or something. And, and basically she had the sentiment that, you know, impact is clearly building a women's division and they're building it around her. And so this is where she wants to be. And it makes sense. She is, a former contender for the X Division Championship. She's a former Knockouts Champion. She's currently a Knockouts Tag Team Champion. Um, it seems like it's only a matter of time before she's back in the in the main event picture for the Knockouts Division. And you know they they clearly have a lot planned for Jordan Grace. And so you know it only makes all the sense in the world for her to resign with Impact. I feel like they're building around her. She's building around them. Seems to be a match made, you know, a perfect match for the both of them. Yeah, I mean, it was it's it's it was either Impact or ROH. ROH is trying to rebuild their women's division, and what better way to rebuild it around Jordan Grace, especially Jonathan Gresham is mm-hmm. her husband. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? Good on you, Jordan Grace, staying with Impact and help helping solidify that women's division. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I entirely agree. Um, they really do have a good core over there with her and Parazzo and everyone else that they have over there in Impact. They really have a solid foundation. Um, mm-hmm. It's crazy. We, we talk about it all the time, but it's just it always amazes me that a, a promotion that used to receive so much flack, you know, not too long ago, a promotion that we all thought was going to go under a few years ago. The, they have such a strong women's division now. Uh, Tennille Dashwood when she's healthy, you know, um, Sue Young, Rosemary, Kira Hogan, uh, they they havoc, havoc. They have so much to work with an impact, and Jordan Grace is a huge part of that. So you know, good for her. Uh, yeah. Last, I'm sorry, you had something to say. You want you want to add something, Shades? Yeah, the the only thing that I don't want them to do with Jordan Grace is the same thing that they did with Tessa. Don't put her in the, Don't put her in like a world championship opportunity just for the sake of doing it. Mm-hmm. It's too it's too uh close to when Tessa did it. Mm-hmm. It's it's going to kind of like, oh, you're just re- rehashing this. It's kind of mm-hmm. lame. Yeah. No, I agree with you. Um I think it's a little tough. Because Jordan Grace's whole gimmick is the fact that she's super crazy strong. So mm-hmm. that lends itself to booking her with men. Mm-hmm. So theoretically, 
you could have her. You, I, I wouldn't be surprised, is what I mean to say, if at some point Impact does book her in some sort of men's title capacity. Um, and for yeah. different reasons. Tessa was there not because she was a strong, you know, physically strong, imposing woman. She was there because she had all the charisma in the world. She was their top superstar and a fantastic wrestler. And so from a sexless perspective, it made sense to put her to put the big the top belt on her on her because she was their top performer. Um Jordan Grace doesn't have those same attributes, but her physical attributes can lend to that sort of booking for her. I mean, yeah. Also, Tessa had the advantage of feuding with Sammy Callahan, who was your world champion at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and her and Sammy had great chemistry. Mm Mm-hmm. You know? Um, If you want to do that stuff with Jordan, you have to find someone on the male side of the roster who has equal chemistry with Jordan that Sammy had with Tessa, you know, like it made Tessa believable because of the battles that she had with Sammy Callahan. So if Jordan's going to be anywhere near a a man's title, which at this point with Kenny doing what Kenny's doing, I don't think should be in the impact world championship scene any, anytime soon anyway. Um, Mm -hmm. But if, let's say, the X division, if she wants to get back into that division once she's done with this tag team stuff, it depends on who's the champion over there and how they play that storyline, you know? Yeah. But I think the fact that she's currently the knockout tag team champion with Rachel Ellering will give her something to do for quite some time. It's definitely going to keep her busy. But um, you always got to look ahead and and see what you're going to book in the future. Yeah, this is true. Um, okay, so now there's news that's kind of more a um, re- reaction to this week's Dynamite. Um, the main event was the TNT Championship being on the line where Darby Allen was defending his TNT title versus Miro. And Miro... Rain came out victorious. And so now Miro is the new TNT champion. Um, this was an interesting episode of Dynamite. I'm not sure if you caught the whole thing, Shades. But um, they had a couple things with the episode that, that bothered me. And I, I, maybe we'll get into this later. I don't want to get too much into it. Um, we'll come back to it in a bit. But uh, Miro winning the championship was a very, as a whole package, kind of left me scratching my head. I feel like if the rest of the episode had been better, maybe I'd feel differently, but I kind of feel very meh about this. Okay, why? Um, I just feel like it wasn't built the right way. Um, Miro, so, um, what's his name? Darby Allen in a promo, called out Miro. Um, and I'm sorry, it was in a tweet, actually. It was in a tweet leading up to the match. Um, and he was like, you know, you were the hottest free agent when you came here. Uh, you came here to be a best man playing who plays video games. Like, I'm not scared of you. You've been nothing but a waste since you got here. Um, mm-hmm. And that was the most heat that this match had. And it was a tweet that happened the day before on social media. And I agree with Darby, which is the problem. Is that Miro's whole thing since he's gotten to AEW has been, I'm a gamer. I'm from I'm Kip Sabian's best man. That's not a character that to me screams champion. That's not a character that to me screams fear, intimidation, yeah. power. <coughs> the the I'm not saying he should have done the Bulgarian brute thing that they did in WWE, but his character should be based on strength, power, intimidation, fear. You know, brutal. Not, I'm a gamer and I'm Kip Samian's best man. You know? And so, Miro's character and the the non-existing build to this match tied together with an episode of Dynamite that I was disappointed with made this outcome very lackluster for me. Yeah, I didn't get to actually see this, but um, I've been trying to look at like why 
because Darby was their longest reigning TNT champion mm-hmm. up until this point. Mm-hmm. And I've been seeing that Darby's hurt. Mm. And he's going to take some time off. That's why they took the belt off of him. Okay. That makes sense. Because he's been filming like vignettes with um, Sting. Sting. And I, I read somewhere that they were pulled over, like uh, they were doing like a uh, Darby on the the roof of a car mm-hmm. skit, mm-hmm. and they were pulled over by the cops on five different occasions because of that skit. Mm-hmm. So I think they're just gonna like film vignettes until Darby gets better. But knowing Darby is just gonna be like, hey, next week I'm better. Let's let's throw me off of something again. Yeah. Right. It's like I I love I I appreciate the kid's work, mm-hmm. but you're worried about the long quality of his career. His style of wrestling is is exactly that. You worry about the longevity of his career. I mean, and that's the problem is that he has said it himself in an interview. But like, he does not intend to wrestle for long, and he's aware that his style, um, you know, is exactly to that point. So we're going to get the craziest things that he can pull off because he's not planning on doing this for long. Now, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know what his ultimate plans are when he's done wrestling. Um, not that it's the be all end all, but he was married before and he's not now. So it's not like he's going to settle down and have a family. I don't I don't know what his plans are. Yeah, I mean, he's he's definitely not here for a long time. He's here for a good time. Right. And right. it, and it shows in his wrestling, right? Yeah, I agree. Entertaining as heck, but cringy. For man, we get we get freaked out and cringe watching certain New Japan matches. Imagine if Darby was in New Japan, he'd be dead. He'd be dead. He would have died already. Oof. Anyway, but so that's that's pretty much gonna do it for me. Um, Shades, what's going on over in WWE? It sounds like you got some big news to report. Okay, so there are some, some, some issues in the WWE that I have. It has been reported that uh, Zelina Vega may be coming back to work for the WWE. She was spotted at the Performance Center. Um, I don't like this at all. Um, they're not going to do anything with her. She's just going to be like valet or arm candy or like mid-card women's division fodder. Mm-hmm. And she deserves better than that. Mm-hmm. But she's been out of work for a while. Mm-hmm. Why hasn't she popped up on an indie show or an impact or an AEW or a ring of honor? Like something. She hasn't done anything. Mm. There has to be a reason for that. Mm. She hasn't even like streamed. Like she hasn't, yeah. even been, she hasn't even been doing that. I think the last time she streamed on Twitch was like, what, two months ago? I don't even remember. And it's interesting because I remember Meltzer reporting that she had signed a non-exclusive short-time deal with someone, but it was mums was the word, blah, blah, blah. And then nothing came of it. Now she's back with the doublers. Yeah. I mean, the, I'm happy because she's back working she may be back working put her in nxt Mm. put her in nxt they they can use a uh a veteran woman on the roster why not put her in nxt right yeah um moving on john cena you remember him Uh, He created a WWE Evil series coming to Peacock uh, soon. It's looking back at all like the the dastardly evil 
former WWE superstars throughout the history and the pantheon of professional wrestling. Uh, obviously, Undertaker's got to be on there. Mankind, Ooh. Kane, Bray Wyatt. And then, like, truly evil. I, I, does it get any more evil than Sergeant Slaughter turning his back <laughs> on America? I don't know. Brother. Brother. Uh, this is actually non WWE news, but she used to work for WWE. Chelsea Green. She received a cease and desist uh, letter in oh. the mail. Oh? And yes, I thought that WWE was up to no good. They're dastardly ways. WWE evil and all, you know? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but she launched her podcast, Fifty Shades of Green, in late April. Okay. Um, after her release from WWE. On Tuesday, um, May 13th, no, May 13th, uh, May 12th, or May 11th, sometime in May, she received a cease and desist order uh, to change her name, and now her show name is Green with Envy. So the girl from Fifty Shades of Grey, I don't remember her name. Mm-hmm. Century cease and desist because the Fifty Shades of Green. That's a that's a no can do. Oh, hey, whatever. Um, another thing, and I I really did not want to cover this at all. Okay. But the uh, IWC, Internet Wrestling Community, mm-hmm. you gotta stop. What happened? There's. Right? They're they're they they tried to get cancel Charlotte trending. Why? Because, all right, we're not going to get into this in, in, in at all in detail. I'm just going to really skim through what's going on. Um, if you're watching the news and you're you're up to date on what's going on in the Middle East mm-hmm. and um, you know, uh, Israel and and the Gaza Strip, mm-hmm. um, Gail Gadot who plays Wonder Woman in mm-hmm. the Justice League movies. Mm-hmm. She she tweeted about, like, you know, both sides need to come to an understanding and let there be peace, that she works for her family mm-hmm. and her friends and the other side and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And Charlotte Flair liked it. Now, people are saying that Charlotte is uh, pro-Israel attacks on Gaza and the citizens, like the civilians over there. And... I'm like you're really reaching here. Like that's it's too much, bro. Listen, I'm not trying to see Charlotte Charlotte on my TV as much as the next person, but let's not be ridiculous here. Let's not you know try and burn someone at the stake for not doing a single thing. She liked a post about peace. <laughs> right, exactly. She liked and you're a tearing post her to shreds. Peace. Oh, the irony. And you guys are doing the probably the most unpeaceful thing. Mm-hmm. I I don't get. I, I sometimes I love them, most of the times I hate them. Yep. Um, Shades, did you hear about Bray Wyatt? I have not. So reports are that the reason we haven't seen Bray Wyatt, other than the match at WrestleMania, and then you know he disappeared again after that. Is he asked for time off for mental health reasons. Um, Mm. According to what I've read, he has been struggling with the death of John Huber. Um, And so he showed up to do what they asked him to do. But apparently it was very visible um, to everyone backstage that he was not okay. And so he was sent home and then he asked for time off. So... Um, you know, if, if those reports are accurate and, and Bray is, you know, dealing, is having a hard time dealing with the death of, you know, Brody Lee slash, um, what was his name in WWE? What was his name in WWE? Luke. Luke Harper. Sorry. Because baseball season, all I can think is Bryce Harper. Um, so yeah, you know, John Huber 
and so on and so forth. If, if he's really struggling with the, you know, his passing, I really hope he's getting the help he needs. Um, mm-hmm. From the description that I read, it was on the lines of they didn't like the shape he was in when he showed up for WrestleMania. That kind of wording implies me to believe that he was under the influence of some kind. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe alcohol or or drugs or something. I don't. I'm not gonna try and and, and guess or assume or speculate or whatever. Um, I just I really hope if if this is what's going on, then you know this stuff hits people. You know, death can can really hit people in a really hard way, especially if you're close to the person. Um, and by all accounts, Bray's a relatively sensitive and emotional person. And so if this is what's going on, then I really, really hope he's getting the help that he needs. Takes all the time he that he needs to, you know, recover from this and, and hopefully he can come out on the other side stronger. Yeah, I hope that he doesn't rush back or they don't rush him back mm-hmm. and something worse happens. Right. You know? Right. He's a fantastic in ring performer, uh, personality wise and in ring. Um and it'd be a shame to force him into retirement. Yeah. Because if he comes back too soon, then he's definitely going to end up resulting, resorting to, you know, external remedies, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And that's not a pretty path to go down for anybody. It is definitely not. So, uh, yeah. And uh, the last bit of news... Um, a WWE Women's Tag Team Championship ch- changed hands. Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler drops the Tag Team Championships to Natalia and Tamina. And Thrill, correct me if I'm wrong. This is a month too late. Absolutely. You and I said this from Jump Street. But they should have won when they should have won, and this is not when they should have won. But this is WWE like all day. This is what they do. They they always put the belt on the the performer past the due date, always. And they they did it on the go home show to a B pay per view. Yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, I I would care if the belts meant more. They don't. That's a fair assessment. I I'd still care think if it's the belts a, meant a, more. It's still junk booking, in my opinion. But I I agree with you. So that's that's all the WWE news. A very very slow week. Yeah. Um. So since we have some some spare time this week, I do want to go over Dynamite ever so briefly. Um, this might have been my least favorite episode of Dynamite ever. Really? Yeah. It started out Why? well enough. You had Moxley versus Yuji Nagata for the IWGP United States Championship, which was a good enough match, you know, hard hitting. It was, you know, respectful. And they, they did the whole, they bowed at each other when the match was over. Like, it was great. Cool. Um, but then, like, little by little, as the, the night progressed, segment by segment, I was left underwhelmed. Cody cut this promo that I'm not even sure what he was – like, I was I couldn't get a read on the promo the entire time. So he's, he's talking about America and, like, that, like, people who, who talk negatively about America – um, talking about Anthony Agogo because he's from the UK, and you know, yeah, like this country is flawed, but it's still America, and I love it, and this and that. He's like super pro America, and I'm just like, what is what is happening right now? Because that is not, I, I you're you're treading on on thin water here, you know. Yeah. Um, and then, um, he talks about his daughter. You know, he's like. You know, my 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 daughter's gonna be black and she's gonna be white and she's gonna know, you know, everything that that took for this country to be what it is and blah 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 this and blah blah and I'm just like, 
what what is happening? And then we get to the the finale of the promo when he's like, you know, people come here for the for for the American dream. So at double or nothing against Anthony Agogo, he's not going to be the American nightmare. He's going to be the American dream. Whack. And I was like, oh, no. Look, Cody can cut a really good promo. He The, the promo that he cut during the, the Jericho um, feud is one of the best promos I've ever seen in my life. Um, but this does not hit for me. Um, and then Brandy went on Twitter and she was like, I was so moved by this. I can't wait for our daughter to be old enough to understand it. I'm just like, oh, you guys, this you're doing too much. As Vince Russo would say, trying too hard, bro. Yeah, you're doing way too much, trying way too hard. It's like an attempt at uber duper baby face. And, and, and I think it just comes off really lame really cheesy um i don't want to say tone deaf but i would say inconsistent in terms of tone um and then unwarranted i agreed oh because anthony google was talking crap about america like okay but is that what we really is this what aw wants to be another you know america versus the the foreign heel thing is that what we're doing the same thing that we complain about wwe doing is that what we're doing here in aw it's so played out. It's super played out, especially in 2021. Like we don't have enough division with 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 countries and and stuff like that. And then and then the 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 rotten cherry on top. Justin Roberts, pay attention. This is not going to be much of a difference presentation wise, but at double or nothing, I'm the the American nightmare will not be there. I'll be the American dream, and I under okay so. To unpack that one line alone, we could be here for, for God knows how long. But I'm going to cut it down as quickly as possible. Dusty Rhodes is the American dream. Mm-hmm. When Cody left WWE and branded himself the American nightmare, I thought that was perfect. You can pay homage to who your father is while being your own person. American dream, the American nightmare. For you to do this is like piggybacking on your father's legacy when your whole mm. thing was that you wanted to make your own. Mm-hmm. So which one is it, Cody? Do you want to be Cody Rhodes or do you want to be Dusty Rhodes's son? I just, I didn't like it. I wasn't a fan of the promo. Um, please, I know you have you wanted something to say about that, and then we'll get into why more of dynamite that I wasn't interested in. Oh no, I don't have anything. I'm I you you actually hit it right on the head. Okay. It's like you you preach so much about uh creating your own path, mm-hmm. making your own footsteps. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're following in your dad's by being the American dream mm-hmm. on some like cockamamie. Crusade? I, I I don't get it. Just because it's the foreign heel, the foreign heels played out. Well, it doesn't matter how you play it; it's always going to be boring. Yep. And then what they do most of the time is uh whatever country that we're we're at war with at the time, mm-hmm. they become the scapegoat. Right. So in the nineties, when we mentioned I mentioned you know mentioned Sergeant Slaughter uh, during Desert Storm, mm-hmm. he 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 joins uh, Iraq. And and they create a, a team. That, that's that's dumb. It's it's so dumb. So yeah. played out. I can't. I can't. Yeah. yeah. And then and then with exactly and with that in mind, this doesn't make any sense because whenever they've done that, like you said, it was during Desert Storm. So it was Iran and Iraq, and then they had you know Ivan Kolov and all that stuff with you know the Cold War and the USSR, and then the, the Muhammad Hassan debacle. Um, but. The UK, other than the Revolutionary War, has been our greatest ally in history. Mm-hmm. So what we're gonna turn Anthony Agogo and the UK into the foreign heel? That doesn't that that's are what are they the Un-Americans or the Quebecers? Like, huh. that doesn't make any sense. 
Like, at least that was done for comedy sakes because people make fun of Canada. Like, I get it. This, this <sighs> I don't get. I just, and like, it's so funny because Cody's, uh, it to, until now, in my opinion, Cody has mapped out his career perfectly in a way that he was his own person while still paying homage to his father, right? He won the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship at All In in this big emotional match. He's crying while holding the belt. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. You're doing your own thing, but this is your like your dad's legacy is tied to this belt. Was emotional for you? Boom, perfect. Got it. Move on. You know, um, he's a part of the creation of AEW and is a head booker and EVP and all this other stuff. Similarly to the way his dad was with WCW. Okay, cool. I got it. You're you're following in your father's footsteps, but doing your own thing. It's not WCW. It's AEW. This is different. This is new. This is fresh. And then we land here. I don't get it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to beat a dead horse, but I don't get it. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So that promo already. Once that promo was over, I was already kind of out of it. Um. And then there's a, a pinnacle versus inner circle showdown, and this is where it really starts to fall off for me. Earlier in the night, you had three-fifths of the inner circle in Sammy, Hager, Hagar, excuse me, and Ortiz are on the camera. They're talking smack. They're yelling. They're like, we want a rematch. Um, Santana's in jail or something, and Jericho's hurt after what you did to him, all this other stuff, right? Like, we want a rematch. We want a rematch, and we're not going to let you go until we get your rematch. Okay. Pinnacle's in the ring, um, and they're still arguing about the rematch or whatever. The Pinnacle's celebrate. They're having their celebration for beating the Inner Circle. And then, like, a horn starts blaring, and a little Jeep comes down, and it's Jericho with his arm in a sling with Santana. Number one, why is Jericho back so soon? They just threw him off of a cage. They acted like they killed a man. Why is he only back with his arm in a cast so soon, one week later? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No. Have you learned nothing from WWE? Keep the guy off TV for a few weeks. It creates severity to the situation. If the the whole thing, if I'm supposed to be so scared, if Sammy was so scared that he was willing to surrender rather than watch Jericho get hurt, but then he bounces back the next week. What was really the, what was the big deal? That's because Jericho's captain Superman. But it, it, what I'm saying is that it, it removes any and all stakes to the situation. Yeah. You know, bad booking. it doesn't mean anything anymore. And so that's my first, that's my first issue. Jericho should not have been, Jericho should be off of TV for at least a month. I understand they have to sell double or nothing. So then time it better. I'm sorry. He should not have been back on TV the very next week. And then they put out a sign or they open the door or something. And it says, have a little bit of the bubbly. And this like water cannon comes out from the Jeep and they blast the pinnacle with champagne. <sighs> How can you be an alternative to WWE when you're doing what WWE did 20 years ago? Uh How can you be new, exciting, fresh, the the new hot place, groundbreaking, the new hot place for professional wrestling? How can you be all of these things when you're doing things that WWE did 20 years ago. We're going to talk about WWE as if they're this terrible corporate machine, but then you're going to emulate them in something that they did 20 years ago. Now, I mean, not to mention the bucks, um, not spoofing, but um, doing the Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair. I love you. I'm sorry. Super kick thing. Yeah. Yeah. But that was, that was done mockingly. 
Um, but yeah, no, you're right. That's another WWE thing brought in for no reason. Um, and I'm not, I'm not into this, this young bucks current heel run their whole, like, and it's not that I don't, it's not that I, I don't want them to be heels. I don't care. I just don't like the characters that they're playing right now. I, they're like super money, arrogant and all that, like, oh, they're wrestling in $5,000 shoes. I, I don't care. I don't care. That's not enough for me to, to give a rat's behind about them being heels. Yeah. Um. And then they try to use SCU to get more, you know, SCU and they got their next loss and they would break up and blah, blah, blah. CD legitimately busts his eye wide open. The dude's gushing the entire match. Um, and, and then, and this is, so they use SCU and them losing to get more heat. Well, that's a waste on a random dynamite. You're gonna break up SCU on a random dynamite? Huh, I don't. <clears throat> I don't know what what's going on in the like booking department right now, but it is it's frustrating. This, th- I'm telling you, this was my least favorite episode of Dynamite I've ever I've they've ever had in my opinion. It was I was not a fan. There were so many things wrong with it. They're they're copying WWE. You got Cody copying like with his dad stuff and. Uh, the title change and and just giving away SEU's breakup, just I don't know. It was a very flawed episode, in my opinion. Very flawed. Yeah, and not to mention they they've dipped under a million viewers for two weeks in a row. Yeah, that's fine. It's whatever. Ugh. Just so, so maybe maybe that's why they brought Jericho back. They noticed they dipped under, you know, the two million mark two and a half million mark they're like you know what we need name recognition i i, I didn't get to see dynamite this week I'm, I'm in the process of doing inventory at work mm-hmm. but was kenny even on the show oh okay yes so the only positive thing about the episode this week and it's actually positive for the worst reason so it was Pac versus Orange Cassidy in a number one contenders match. And whoever won got to face Kenya double or nothing for the world championship. Um, there was a 20 minute time limit. They're, you know, doing their thing. They're maybe 16 minutes into the match and Orange Cassidy eats a kick to the face that knocks him loopy. Legitimately. Legitimately. Then he eats a power bomb. And he's he's cooked. He's gone. He rolls out. Aubrey Edwards comes to see him and a ringside. They cut the commercial. The doc is there. When the commercial when they come back from commercials, he's back in the ring, but he looks like he's in another planet. Um and obviously Pac can't do anything because Orange is on the other side of the ring trying to figure out what planet he's on. So this is where things went well for the wrong reasons. The original booking of the match was they were going to go to a 20-minute draw and then have a triple threat match at double or nothing. Which, I'm not crazy about that booking anyway. That's very WWE booking. Um, yes. So, with that being the planned finish, but Orange can't even stand, what they ended up doing was they booked on the fly. Had Kenny run out and he hit Pac in the back of the head with the title while Aubrey was distracted. And so you have a double down, double knockout. And that's how we get to the triple threat match at double or nothing. So while I'm not a fan of the, the destination, because it's such a, like, it's the nuance of what Russell Wrestling is all about. The fact that they were able to go, oh, crap, we have to get here, and now we have no way of getting there, and they found a way to get there, and the way they did it made sense and worked, I applaud that. You know, I don't know whose idea it was to fix it that way, you know, but whoever was involved and said, Kenny, run out there and hit Pac and tell him to lay down. Whoever's idea that was, brilliant idea. Yeah. Um, so is there any update on Orange Cassidy now? 
Not that I've seen. Um, let me see if I can look it up. Because the stills that I've seen from the match, my man is gone. Yeah. Like, he is. Yeah, no, he, I'm like, telling you, he had no idea. He was filming Space Jam 3 as far as he was concerned. Yeah. Let's see. 12 hours ago, update from WrestleZone. All right, they're relatively reliable. Let's see what WrestleZone has to say about this. Good news, yada. Doing well in good spirits following the spot. Uh, landed on his neck. Come on, with your, I don't care about ad block. Okay. Landed on his neck during a spot with Potless the Power Bomb, which led to an audible and match ended in a double count out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're just saying that he's, you know, he's well and in good spirits. Obviously, with a concussion, you never know. It's going to be a game time decision. He's currently booked for the match on on double or nothing, but if he's not ready by then, then he'll get pulled. Hmm. Huh, I mean, I mean, unless you have anything else you want to talk nope. about for dynamite. No, I'm 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 I've done my my complaining. I'm good. Um, is there even enough to plant any seeds? I don't know, man. But in the world of professional wrestling, there are good seeds. Uh, uh, like a flat tire in the rain, there are some bad seeds. <laughs> but at the end of the day, they all contribute to the tree, to the garden, to the forest. That is professional wrestling. Uh, I'm going to give my good seed to Jordan Grace's contract extension. I'm going to give my bad seed to dynamite as a whole. I think that's okay. probably the first time I've ever done that. Yeah, that's actually pretty shocking. Um my bad seed goes to WWE's booking of the women's tag team championships. Okay. Um about a month too late. I, I don't mm-hmm. care. Mm-hmm. Uh my good seed. Ooh. My good seed goes to Miro. Finally doing something. <laughs> Fair enough, I suppose. Fair enough. Oh, boy. And with that out of the way, out of the way, there's only one thing left to do before we get out of here. And Shades, that means we got some predictions for this upcoming Sunday's WrestleMania Backlash. Dumbest name in pay-per-view history. Next to Great the Balls horror of, show. Great Balls of Ex- Fire. Great Balls of Fire. The, Great Balls of Fire. The horror show at Extreme Rules. Great Balls of Fire is the worst name. The horror show. No. The sub names? Yes. This is. Nah, horror show is probably worse. But it's up there. All right. So there's so far six matches on the card. Let's hope it stays that way. Fact. I'm going top to bottom. I really, I'm going out on a limb. Let's do it. Uh, first match, we have a triple threat match for the WWE Championship. Defending champion Bob Lashley taking on Drew McIntyre, taking on Braun Strowman. Uh, I'm going Strowman because why the hell not? Hmm. I'm going to go Bobby Lashley. That makes sense. That's a, that's a safe pick. Yeah. Yeah. I want it to be Drew, but I'm going to go Bobby. Okay. Next up, we have Bianca Belair putting her WWE SmackDown Miss Championship on the line against Bailey. I'm, I'm, I'm not even going on a limb. I hate Bailey, so I'm going Bianca. It has to be Bianca. If you're going to to try and build her and continue to build her and solidify her as a legitimate woman in the division, as a legitimate champion, she's got to beat Bailey. Mm-hmm. She's got to be. Um, the next match is it another triple threat match Ooh. for the Raw Women's Championship. Ooh. Rhea Ripley, defending champion, taking on Asuka, who's also taking on Charlotte Flair. Um, the same thing that, that Thrill said for the previous entry, Rhea needs to win this match. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think Asuka, to be honest, needs it in the sense of they continue to book her like nonsense. 
But if we're going to give up on Asuka, then yeah, it's it's got to be Rhea. Rhea all day. The following is a SmackDown Tag Team Championship match between the Dirty Dogs defending their titles versus the Mysterios in Ray and Dominic. Uh, I can see them doing it. Yep. Mysterios with the win. Yep. Who's that coming out the sky? R-E-Y, Mysterio. And Dominic. Uh, yeah, I, I, I feel like they're going to put the belts on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because one, the the dirty dogs, the diamond dogs, the dogs, double dogs. The dirty dogs. The, the dirty dogs don't need this. They, they never needed it. They didn't need to begin with. True. But shut up. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Sir? <sighs> The next match is for the Universal Championship. Oh, from one tribal chief to another, one head of the table to another, Roman Reigns, our Blue Universal Champion, taking on Cesaro. Now, by gum, I wish Cesaro would win. Oh, not he deserves it. Mm-hmm. But I am not going to bet against the Tribal Chief, Roman Reigns. I 100% agree with you. If this was like a, like one of those, like, this is our lock of the night. Uh-huh. I was just getting the same thing. And then the last match listed as of now is a Lumberjack match between Damian Priest and The Miz. I got Damian Priest on this. Uh, Priest actually needs to win. Um, he needs to distance himself from this feud, mm-hmm. the Miz or Morrison, especially after the whole Bad Bunny stuff. I also think this is the breakup between the Miz and Morrison. Mm. Like one of them costs uh, the, the Morrison costs the Miz the match. Yep, because of the Lumberjacks. The Lumberjacks are going to, you know influence Morrison's behavior and Morrison's going to mess up and the Miz is going to lose. That's it. Yeah. We both said Damian Priest. Yeah. So then, sir, that's going to wrap up our episode this week. You've been listening to us on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples. Apples slash Grapples, the number two. Apples, you don't like SoundCloud. You got Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio. doesn't matter where you're listening, as long as you're listening. Don't forget to check out our social media pages. That's Facebook.com, Twitter.com, and Instagram.com slash Grapples Apples. Again, that's Grapples, the number two. Apples, like, comment, share, subscribe, do whatever you're going to do to put us as many eyes and ears as humanly possible, because boy, do we appreciate it. As always, I have been one of your hosts, Ill Will, the Thrill, the Poetarian, Shakespearean, Candidate, Major, English, Mr. Certified. Whatever you mean to be, that's who I be, because baby, that's who I is. Join remotely, but my hetero light mate. Tell them who you are, baby. The man of the hour, man with the power too. Damn sweet to be sour. Cream of the crop, rise to the top. Your boy, the general, your champion, your god. Shades. And don't forget to check out our episode this Monday for the recap and review of WrestleMania Backlash. Next week, this week, next week, and every other week, and last week, and every other week. Because an apple, an apple a day, it's a bad rest of the way. Peace. Love.